America. We are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Hey, people. I need a quick favor from you. If you enjoy the Takeoff podcast, please do take some time to subscribe and rate the podcast. You can do this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any platform that you listen on. It really helps to spread the podcast to more people. And if you get a chance, share it too. I appreciate you. So getting into property investing these days is an expensive venture. Mm-hmm. Like you literally need to have bags of money to, yes, be able to do. do it. Yeah. And um, and what that means is if you don't have bags of money, you literally feel like you can't do it. And I say to people, it's better to own a third yeah. of an asset, 30% mm-hmm. of something, yeah. than 100% of nothing. So I paid about 20000 mm. back then for property training. Really? The danger is mm-hmm. when you're waiting to get the get the, the money together, the yeah. market is not waiting for you. I definitely have raised over a million pounds just mm-hmm. in JV money, not wow. mortgage, just wow. 10K, 5K, 20K, wow. 30K. And if you live and work in a country... You should aim to own a piece of that country. Yeah. Don't just live here. Don't mm-hmm. just work here. Pay all those taxes. Gosh, <laughs> all those taxes. Own a part of this land. In terms of how much to, um, how much somebody needs. Yeah. It literally could be. Welcome to the takeoff experience where I sit down with highly driven people to talk about their journey, their failures, and their successes. If you want to take off in your career, your business, your finances, or your mindset, then this podcast is for you. This episode is sponsored by Money Hub, a platform that allows you to see all of your current accounts in one place and also provides you with smart money management tools to help you get right with your money. Welcome back to the Takeoff Podcast. We have a special guest in the building. We have Bimbola, who is a property investor. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good today as well. Uh, so you're telling me it's a very, very busy day for yourself today. It was in fact it's been a busy month. And we only just we only just started, but wow. yeah, today was quite busy. But I had today I had to take a break. <laughs> gosh, gosh, property <laughs> investing is that tough now. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of work. But yeah, it's good work. I love it. Okay, and we'll, we'll we'll dive um into that a little bit more. So, can you tell the listeners who is Bimbola? Okay, my name. Hi, everyone. My name is Bimbola Osaige. So, I consider myself a property entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Okay, I say that because I do a lot of different things in the property space. Okay. So, I started off being a, just an investor in property, like most people, mm-hmm. get a bit of money, invest in property. I spent quite a bit on property education and I realized I really love the whole concept of wealth creation. I just love property. I didn't realize it was something that was actually birthing to me like so many, many, many moons when I was a little girl. So I had my own personal experience of why I needed to be a property investor. But Mm -hmm. anyways, I started being an investor Mm -hmm. and then now I actually am a full-time property investor slash developer. I love doing um, little development and property. I train people Mm -hmm. on how to get started and different strategies and property. Uh, I'm a founder of an investment club, which is predominantly 
pulled together for funding property, mm-hmm. um, a joint venture, Queen. Okay. Myself. Yep, which we'll talk about today. Yeah. Today, I absolutely love joint venture and property. Um, I mentor people. Mm-hmm. I have a mastermind program that people that are getting started or mm-hmm. looking for a bit of hand holding can come on to. So yeah, I literally, and you know, I source property for other people. Mm-hmm. I pull in joint venture. I train, I mentor. Mm-hmm. I like literally my whole life now is literally about property, property, property. I dream property. I sleep property. <laughs> wow. wow. That's <laughs> but crazy. But I love it. But I love it. You know, wow. I love it. Yeah. It's my full time. That's insane. It's what? a passion as well mm. as a job for me. Wow. Why did you, why, why property? Everything. Um, hmm. Okay. That's a good question. So, I think what it was was when I started, I, I found out mm-hmm. the importance of wealth creation through property yeah. so many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, read a book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, mm-hmm. which uh, might be familiar to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so I started with that. and um, But then I began to see how having an asset or two can mm-hmm. literally change your lifestyle, mm-hmm. um, create passive income. And, you know, and I've always wanted a big family. So in my pursuit to get my big family. I knew that, and I was working full-time in the city for mm-hmm. financial services. I just knew that I needed to do something that would be able to tick all the boxes so mm-hmm. I can have my own freedom, look after my family, still have a lot of money. And so on. And so for me, property feels, you know, it ticks that box, you know, so I can do it in my own time. I'm my mm-hmm. own boss. Um, it's a wealth creation for my family. Um, I have great plans for my children yeah. and I need, and I know that my plans require a lot of money. Okay. <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> a lot of money. So I know I can get that in property yeah. and do it right. Um, and then I also love the fact that ultimately you're also creating accommodation for people as well. We live yeah. in the United Kingdom and as lovely as this country is where the government is struggling meeting housing needs. So they yeah. obviously rely on private landlords to, to, to help. So mm-hmm. I love the fact that I can do that as well. Okay. Um, and, and then even more so recently, I love the fact that with property, it just helps to change the mindset yeah. of our people. Um, you know, my people, you know, beginning to find their way, find their feet into creating wealth from them for themselves. Cause of yeah. course we're, you know, ultimately we're all immigrants is our, our parents or our grandparents are mm-hmm. so being in a foreign country sometimes mm-hmm. you almost feel like i don't belong you you might feel like you don't belong, but actually if you're living here and paying taxes yeah. here and you're working here mm-hmm. you also need to own a piece of the land i agree which is what definitely should yeah, yeah so those are all the different things that for me property represents okay um it just represents freedom yeah yeah it's freedom time um i love it wow Wow, that's such an epic answer. There's so so many layers to it. And, um, you know, some of the things I teased out from their freedom, you know, being able to, in terms of getting some passive income in it as well. And also being able to help people as well with it, um, which I think, I think it's, it's important to have a why as to, yeah. to why, why you uh, do what you have. And you have multiple whys, which is probably why like you are like invested into it. Um, I remember your talk on um, property venture, which is what we wanted to um, speak about today. And the reason why I wanted to speak to you about it is because a lot of people, I think the struggles for them when it comes to property is the deposit. Yeah. I know for a lot of people, oh, I'll never get on the property ladder, deposit. Blah, 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 blah. And I remember your um, your presentation about property um, venture, but I just wanted to understand um not property venture. Joint venture. Joint venture. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Joint venture. So what is actually 
joint venture mm. in layman's term yeah so in layman's term joint venture which is literally just an english word two mm-hmm. english words is mm-hmm. going into a venture jointly mm-hmm. that's the very basic way i can describe mm-hmm. it but in the property space really what it means is you are looking to invest in property with other people okay um so and of course, it's you don't just go into it with other people, as, mm-hmm. as the name suggests, but it's a lot of due diligence that has to be done. But ultimately, what it is, is you invest basically a group, you know, either one or two, sorry, mm-hmm. either two or more people coming together mm-hmm. with a common aim and goal of owning an asset, which is mm-hmm. a property. Now, how they do it, how they contribute to it, what each person's doing can differ from project to project or property to property, but mm-hmm. ultimately it's a group of people coming together to buy a property, to own an asset. Okay. That's literally what it means. Okay, cool. And how do people go about doing this? If okay. somebody wants to start a beginner, come, yeah. you know. So I want to go back to, first of all, why anyone should even consider joint venture in okay. property. Because if you think about the fact that when we talk about property, we're talking about mm. ownership. And for most people, when you think about ownership, you mm-hmm. just think about, yourself that you think i want to own (laughs) an asset but then now i'm telling you that you're now looking to own an asset with somebody Mm. else so it's a difficult concept for a lot of people Mm -hmm. especially if you're not used to you're not in that uh you're not used to that kind of uh, way of living yeah um where if you want to own you think about i want to own and Mm -hmm. just keep it pushing but actually there's a reason and there's an importance and there's advantages of joint ownership but basically, what, it, what what so I just wanted to put that out as a foundation. Mm-hmm. Now, we're based in the United Kingdom yeah. and the property market has been on steroids. Yeah, <laughs> it's been crazy. The next, the last few years, yeah. like, it's just going up and up and up and up and up. Which, and then the, the uh, our dear chancellor and the people in the government and are also mm-hmm. making it easier for us mm-hmm. <laughs> as well. Yes. The, the stamp duty mm-hmm. um, has increased, stamp duty tax has increased so much mm-hmm. in the last couple of years as well. So getting into property investing these days is an expensive venture. Mm-hmm. Like you literally need to have bags of money to, yes, to do. do it. Yeah. And um and what that means is if you don't have bags of money, you literally feel like you can't do it. Yeah. So most people that you speak to, their biggest challenge is I just don't have the money. Mm-hmm. You know, one, one, I'm trying to save up for the deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're investing in property here in the United Kingdom, typically you need to have 25% deposit, which is, which is a lot of money. It's a lot. Um, then secondly, it's 25% of the property price now the property price as of now as of today like the average depending on where you are you're looking at almost quarter of a million half mm. of a million depending on what part of the country you're in so yeah. do the math 25 percent of 250 for example is a lot yeah and then stamp duty is now three percent mm-hmm. as well so it's like the the cost of getting into any property deal mm. is enough to get everybody saying look i can't do this yeah so um but why should you allow that? Why should that limit you mm-hmm. is my question. Rather than say, well, I can't do it because mm-hmm. of all of these challenges. Why don't you do bring what you have? Yeah. Find somebody else that has similar to you mm-hmm. and maybe somebody else that has similar to you. And then you mm-hmm. come together mm-hmm. and try to own this one asset. Yeah. And I say to people, it's better to own a third yeah. of an asset, 30% mm-hmm. of something yeah. than a hundred percent of nothing. Yeah. yeah. So when you don't do it, you you own a hundred percent of nothing. Mm-hmm. But if you do it with the little that you have, at least yeah. you have something, you have a share of something. Yeah. So joint venture in today's 
um, economy, I say mm-hmm. is a, is a must. You have to do it. Like it's yeah. not a, it's no, it's no longer a choice. That's what Bimbala says. <laughs> it's no longer a choice. It's yeah. like you have to do it. Otherwise, you will never get into the property game. Yeah. And I say that because obviously never is quite a strong word. Mm-hmm. So I don't want anyone to quote me and say, Bimbala said you can never do it. But basically what I'm saying is, even if you have a bag load of money, even mm-hmm. if you have 100,000, 200,000, you will find that once you've bought one or two properties, you're out of the game. Yeah. So unless you're going to be able to replicate that 200,000 very quickly, yeah. you might need to get into a joint venture with somebody else to move on rather than okay. waiting. Because I think the danger is mm-hmm. when you're waiting to get the get the the money together, the yeah. market is not waiting for you. Yeah. So imagine you're waiting to 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 save up 50,000 to get into the property. Mm-hmm. By the time you've got your fifty thousand, yeah. the current market value at, the, at that point in time probably requires seventy thousand. Yeah. So you're like, oh my god! So now I have to wait again for another twenty. Yeah, so rather than do that, just get into it. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why I say okay. joint venture is a must. Another thing I say, or another reason why joint venture in property is also something to consider is mm-hmm. it's the risk element. Yeah. Like day in, day out, we hear, oh, you know, it's going to be a recession. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the market is doing. We don't know what's going on. And and that's the truth. No one yeah. knows what's going on. Yeah. You know, so one of the things that that's caused is the fear of actually getting into the into the game. Yeah. So you get a lot of people say, well, I just want to wait um, because, I, you know, the market might crash or, yeah. you know, well, actually... The reason why you're wanting to wait is because of the fear of getting in, the fear yeah. of taking the risk. Mm-hmm. However, if you do it with other people, you mm-hmm. have joint risk. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's not just your risk. It mm-hmm. is, you know, you're in it with somebody else. There's yeah. something so powerful about doing things with other mm-hmm. people. Um, so yeah, you 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 know, get into it because mm-hmm. it's a joint you you get to share the risk yeah. as well as share the rewards. Mm-hmm. You get to do it now, so there's no longer a need to procrastinate mm-hmm. because you can come in with your 20k, 30k, whatever amount you have, mm-hmm. and you can get into it. Mm-hmm. And then also, like I said, 100% of nothing <laughs> is is crazy. Like why, you know, 30% of something is much more better than 100% of nothing. Yeah. So just do it, even if it's just a slice of the game. Now, yeah. the other th- thing that joint venture is really good for as well, mm-hmm. especially for beginners is... Mm-hmm. Even if you're a beginner and you, yes, you want to take the risk. Yeah. Sometimes you don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> That's true. So by going into yeah. with somebody else that knows mm-hmm. helps you to learn. Mm-hmm. And you learn with something with a little bit of money. I suppose yeah. learning, you know, here sometimes beginners wanting to go straight into major developments. How yeah. are you going to do that? Start small. Learn how it works, mm-hmm. you know, and then you push your head, you know, push yourself forward to do bigger so going into joint venture gives you an opportunity especially if you're a beginner to learn yeah. from people that are experienced and learn how it's done learn mm-hmm. through the you know what's going on learn some people you you know a lot of us paid thousands of pounds to invest to to, mm-hmm. to get training yeah. which i totally support mm-hmm. uh, but one of there's another element of, tra- of of training that you can actually pay you know you can actually invest your money and learn okay as you're investing. Yeah. So I paid about 20,000 mm. back then for property training. Really? Yeah, oh yeah, I did. Really? So imagine if... <laughs> you can tell me offline who that was <laughs> that charged you 20,000. Oh, no, now, nowadays, learning property is, is, is cheap. Back in the days, you have to, you pay a lot of money. That is so ridiculous. It's that's not. a deposit. No, but it's not. So that's the thing. That's the might. In fact, I need to talk, I need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> That is a mindset. You think it was worth it? It was worth it. Okay. If Absolutely. you think if you made more than that, then that's oh, yeah, of fine. Of course, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. You make more. Because okay. when you go for training, no matter how much you've paid in training, hmm. 
the, it's the it's the value. It's not so yeah, much how much I paid. It's yeah. the value. So yeah. I paid quite a lot in property training, and I'm still mm. paying for training. Any, okay. I still get opportunities where I have to pay. Mm. You know, and it wasn't just one training, by the way. It was a series of strategies okay. plus mentorship. Okay, yeah, fair, that's why it was that fair. much. Okay. But yeah, of course, I've made a whole lot more yeah. than that, okay. even in the first year of yeah. my training. Um, you know, so there's it's a mindset shift as well mm-hmm. because it's not you don't look at the price of the mm-hmm. training, you look at the value yeah. of what okay. you can what you can make. And um, but yes. Yeah, so I was just saying that imagine if I had the 20,000 in today's mm-hmm. world, I could maybe invest with a mentor, or invest mm-hmm. with somebody else that knows what they're doing. Yeah. And I'm then learn the strategy because now not only am I learning, I'm not learning the theory now, I'm learning the mm-hmm. practice. So I can yeah. literally see how it's been done. Mm-hmm. So sometimes joint venture actually gives you an opportunity for you to learn yeah. the, the, you know, the, the trade. With your own money. Yeah. So I think it's like a double whammy, right? So you're yeah. getting trained plus you're you're invested in the opportunity. Yeah. So yeah, so those are some of the reasons why I absolutely I I I I, I preach joint venture all day, every day. It's I wanna share a story beneficial. if that's okay about yeah, how I got into joint do, venture. Yeah. So like I said, I've been investing mm-hmm. on my own for the mm-hmm. longest time, you know, built myself a, a nice size able portfolio mm-hmm. in the million. So I was already kind of okay. Mm-hmm. But of course, in property, you're always never okay. <laughs> <laughs> you always want to make more. You want to increase that portfolio. Yeah. So anyway, so there was one particular opportunity that I um I came across. So, I, so basically, I was with my mentor mm-hmm. and we'd gone out to do some viewings and the whole aim of that weekend was to get mm-hmm. some good deals mm-hmm. in the portfolio. So I told, so prior to the actual meet up i had to fill out a form and just basically tell you know literally relay everything that i have mm-hmm. everything that i'm looking to do my goals my you know uh, and so and it's a way for the mentor to look at what do you have now and what mm-hmm. is your goal so he already set up my portfolio and what yeah. i was trying to achieve and i already had in my mind that i was just going to get one other property just like what i've been doing yeah. but i think my mentor felt no you this is time for you to push yourself mm-hmm. so there we were looking at properties that were like three times what i'd budgeted to, to wow. buy and i'm like why are we looking at this property i ain't got the money <laughs> And we found a really good one. We found two good opportunities. Mm-hmm. And he said to me, and I said to him, look, I don't know if I have the money for this. Mm-hmm. And bearing in mind that back then, it wasn't even as much stamp duty. And then we looked at the deal and he's like, look, this deal is good. This is great deal mm-hmm. right here. Do you not know somebody else that has money that can join mm-hmm. you on this deal? And when he asked me that question, that was the first time anyone's... In fact, that was the first time I ever thought of doing anything with anybody else. It right. wasn't something I'd never, I never thought of. Mm. But he asked me the question and I said to him, I said, um, I said, well, um, I, I'm sure I have friends that have money, but I just don't know if this is something they might be interested in. Yeah. And that was the truth. I just mm. didn't know if they would be interested. And mm. I've never had that conversation with any friend. Mm-hmm. So he challenged me. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to say no, I was going to take that challenge. Yeah. So anyway, I ran off and I, I, you know, obviously at this point we've worked the numbers, we know what the, the return on investment will be. So I went off and I spoke to maybe about five, six people. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, literally every single person I spoke to mm-hmm. was game. It was like, what? You mean you guys could have been doing, we could have been doing this wow. for years. Every single person, I only mm-hmm. spoke to a handful. Obviously I picked people that I knew that, mm-hmm. They were already thinking property. We were already talking that kind of language. They already had a portfolio of yeah. some sort. So I thought, well, they might be more interested. But my to my surprise, every single person said wow. yes. So now I'm thinking, okay, how do I? And I only just wanted two people. Yeah. So anyway, I I looked into it again and I thought, okay, so I I, I you know I kind of tried to vet the the, the actually it was four people, not six. Mm-hmm. I spoke to six people, but mm-hmm. four people said yes. So I I tried to vet 
the the four. So I eventually settled on the two that actually, uh, uh, you know, a really close friend of my childhood mm -hmm. friend, as well as a relative. Okay. So I thought, okay, I'll stay with it. We'll do this. And I prayed about it as well. I was, yeah. you know. So anyway, um, but what that happened, what then happened was, so we embarked on this deal. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, this is a deal that I never in my life would have done because I just didn't have the money. Yeah. I never would have considered it was on my own. And if he hadn't pushed me or challenged me to find mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. So we embarked on this and it was, you know, it was a really big opportunity. Yeah. I underestimated how much it was going to cost to do the work. So we got to the point where now if I was doing this stuff by myself, yeah. I probably would have been like, I can't do this anymore because wow. it was a lot. It was literally three. It was, so it was three times what I budgeted wow. for. And it was also three times expense as well. It was like, we needed builder planning. We needed wow. everything. Uh, but having those two people mm -hmm. really helped because what it meant was we were sharing the risk. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the problem wasn't just my problem. It was yeah. all of our problems. <laughs> so we made it there. work. Do you yeah. understand? We made it work. Um, and, you know, and and this particular deal mm -hmm. was such a good deal that for the longest time, and probably even still today, is one of my best performing yeah. property. Wow. And that was because it was a big deal. So if you're looking to ever get into a big deal, you want to get into it with other people okay. because it's going to require a lot more than mm -hmm. perhaps what you can handle by yourself. Yeah. So anyway, we started this project. It took us about almost two years to mm -hmm. get in and out of it. It was a lot of ups and downs, but it was such an amazing, mm -hmm. in fact, this property was valued at three quarters of a million. Wow. And this was like how many years ago? Mm -hmm. I never could have done that by myself. Like yeah. ever could have thought I could do that by mm -hmm. myself. But I was so glad that I did with other people. Mm -hmm. And that was my first JV. And I thought, wow, wow. you mean we can do stuff like this? Wow. Just by asking one or two people to get involved. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like the big, it was, it was an eye opener because I realized that if I hadn't joined forces with other people, mm -hmm. I never would have thought that deal was something that I could do. I probably would have left it and walked past it. Yeah. I probably would still be doing the small deals that I've been doing till date. Mm -hmm. Because again, there's something about once you've done something, you feel that like you can do it again. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of opened me up to an, uh, a bigger world that I didn't know existed, wow. uh, which meant more money in my pocket, <laughs> more opportunities to work with other people, mm -hmm. um, just seeing the possibility as well. So, since that day, I realized that, wow, there is a reason why certain communities do this all day, every day. It is mm -hmm. such a powerful concept. Um, and that joint venture still exists. Wow. Well, I mean, it's been, what, six years now. Wow. We're still here. We're still going strong. And it was, you know, it's, it was a game changer for me. It, it wow. literally changed the way. It changed my portfolio size. It changed the way that I looked at investment. Mm -hmm. um, it changed my mindset as well. I wasn't long, I no longer, I didn't have to play small anymore. I could mm -hmm. play big now because it's not, I'm just, it's not just me. You know, yeah. a lot of people like, I've got yeah. a gang. Yeah. It's literally like, you know, when, when little, when young boys mm. and girls are in a gang, yeah. the kind of power that it gives them. <laughs> you know, when you're in a gang or in yeah. a groove, you have more, what's the word? <laughs> more liver i don't know if that's mm. that's not actually that's a that's a slow a, a slang isn't it you just have more um you you feel like you can take on mm. anything because you understand the power mm -hmm. of people of a team and that's literally what um joint venture is yeah. you can do you know so now i look at bigger deals or bigger mm -hmm. opportunities i look at opportunities that require sometimes almost two hundred thousand just to get a property from mm -hmm. start to finish 
that's not something that most people can do on their own. Mm -hmm. But when you get a group of people, it's possible. Yeah. You get a lot more money as a result. And then, you know, it's exciting as well, just seeing what you can build. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely preach it all day, every day. It was such a great experience. Um, wow. That's such a fantastic story. And was was that, a, it sounded like a renovation project? That so was? it was actually a commercial. So it okay, was a commercial, commercial. property. Yeah that we um, changed into residential. Oh, wow, okay. Um, and then we turned it into, so it's a commercial building yeah. um, over three floors. Mm -hmm. So we had to go through the whole, you know, get go through the planning okay. to get a change of use. Mm -hmm. And then we turned it into HMO, which mm -hmm. is your room by room lets, yeah. um, six beds. Some of them were en suite. And mm -hmm. then we had even had another two bed flat. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, so our short term goal at the time was just to have the, you know, have the three, I mean, the, on the three floors, different strategies so mm -hmm. service accommodation on one floor and HM mm -hmm. was on the two other floors and at some time at some point in the future mm -hmm. we could then turn it into three two three two bed flats okay um you know so it's the opportunity is endless it was it wasn't something that i would have done yeah on my own yeah at the time, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a lot of sounds like a lot of stress yeah, it, for one person even yeah if you had the money <laughs> exactly yeah. unless you're already experienced yeah. as well yeah. um at the time i wasn't experienced it was actually my first opportunity something bigger than your typical yeah buy to let's okay. um so yeah unless you're experienced and you know what you're doing and even with experience you still have a team of people working with you uh, but yeah it's it's fantastic so a joint venture could be where people come together to invest mm -hmm. joint venture could also be you as a person mm -hmm. investing with your builder mm -hmm. or, okay you know, so sometimes you have people you know have builders that would join venture with a mm -hmm. developer or, or, or an investor mm -hmm. to make something happen it mm -hmm. literally is people coming together combining their resources mm -hmm. to actually achieve the aim or the goal of yeah. owning or refurbishing this asset to make money yeah yeah what you said vetting what did you how did you vet them okay so at the yeah. time mm. some of the questions um that i had were so we were taking on this big project so mm. one of the my vetting question or one of the ways to vet out was some of the people that said yes were um although they were landlords they had mm. properties but they hadn't done they probably just had the one i think one of them just had the one property if i can remember correctly mm. so in the eye of the mortgage provider she wasn't as experienced okay you know so it was easier to just say well you know because you're not that experienced mm -hmm. um, we might not be able to get this because at, at the time we also considered everyone being um the direct so every one of us getting the mortgage mm -hmm. as a team in the end we didn't actually do that in the end i got the mortgage on behalf of the group okay. but at the beginning one of the things that we're looking at is you know we'll all get the mortgage which would give us a bigger mm -hmm. um well you strengthen us with the mortgage provider mm -hmm. so one of the vetting question was um are we experienced landlords mm -hmm. and experience mean do we have a portfolio okay um so the other two people that eventually invested with mm -hmm did have a portfolio and mm -hmm. then quite close the closer in terms of relationship anyway mm -hmm. so it was easier to do my first jv with them yeah. yeah okay 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 so for those people that are not experienced what do they do because <laughs> they're like oh yeah, yeah. you can't so, get our own property so no, what no, do we so, do in that so situation there are, yeah. there are so many different options yeah so okay if I was, if I was, so now today I run a lot of JV mm. property joint venture groups. Okay. Um, and okay. you know, we have people in there that are still renting. So they actually okay. have no experience whatsoever of yeah. 
buying a property mm-hmm. where people there that just have the one property which is the property where they live mm-hmm. in so they have no experience of buy to let so now there are ways that we can structure mm-hmm. our joint venture deals to accommodate for the less experience okay just to kind of get them up to speed okay yeah so it's not a it's not a um a showstopper that you don't yeah. have in fact that's it's even better mm. that you have no experience because then mm. you you know you you're learning a lot more yeah but i think in the instance that I gave you, the, the first instance, it was that was one of the because it was a big project, was yeah, big, and then yeah. it was also my way first, of betting yeah. as well. Okay, yeah, okay. it was just like, okay, how do I get rid of these two people? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was, if I know what I knew, so if I knew what I know now, mm. I wouldn't have sent two people away. I would have bought another property. Okay, like, do you understand? Like, yeah, I just had kept four them and people. Say, okay, yeah, we'll we'll just say, look, deal. you two, yeah. we do this together. Yeah, you two, we do this. So the, this thing about mindset is amazing because yeah. if you don't know, you just yeah, can't stop and just lose you don't think about it. Yeah. yeah, people had money ready to give up, and you kind of said. Do you understand? Like, whoever, yeah. so now Instead I never thinking, say no to money. Instead of thinking, let me put half here, let me put yep, half exactly, there. yeah, yeah. It's true, yeah. Now I never say no to money, but yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you can't, right? That's how, that's what they say. They always say use other people's money, yeah, right? Yeah, other people's to, money um, all the time. Okay. How, so you, you mentioned the mortgage wasn't split. So how did it actually work in your situation okay. if it was just yours? Because I think a lot of listeners would want to understand, like, you know, what's if, what happens if somebody doesn't pay? What do you do in those kind of okay, situations? So, so I'm going to describe yeah. what a, a yeah. typical, a very basic joint venture would yeah. look like. So if I found a deal today, mm-hmm. and let's just say for the sake of simplicity, we need 200,000 mm-hmm. to get into this deal. So yeah. get into this deal would be 25% deposit, the stamp duty, mm-hmm. the legal cost, the brokerage cost, every cost, and plus we want to renovate or whatever we, we want to do. Yeah. Anyway, we need 200,000 cash mm-hmm. as well as the bank's money. Mm-hmm. So what, what do I do? I pull together a presentation and say, look, these are the numbers. This is what we need for those properties. This is the actual property. This is mm-hmm. why I feel it's a great investment and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And let's just say five people say, oh, do you know what? I'm actually quite interested in this in this opportunity mm-hmm. and I've got 40K. So that's 40 times five is 200,000. Mm-hmm. So we've got four people, five people, and they've got the right amount of money. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we set up a limited company. Okay. So not one of us would be the owner per se of the mm-hmm. of this property. We have to set up a limited company mm-hmm. and you call that a special purpose vehicle spv so we set up a company which is quite easy to do on the company's Mm -hmm. house website so we Mm -hmm. set up a company and then every single person that wants to be part of this joint venture is an invest well becomes a shareholder of that company okay right now in setting up a company you need to assign a director Mm -hmm. so you either you can either have the five people as directors Mm -hmm. what at least you need to have one person as a director now what is important in setting up a director is you need i suppose you need someone with the strongest uh who, the strongest skill i mean skill in terms of financial so they've got an income mm-hmm. they can perhaps even prove that they have the deposit or mm-hmm. at least we can work through with a broker on that one um they might already be a homeowner yeah um, they can get a mortgage, they've got good credit. So someone mm-hmm. has, a, has is in a strong position. Yeah. If you can't find one person, then maybe you bring in two people. The more, the less people, the better, to be honest, because yeah. it's less hassle from the mm-hmm. banks. But if you have to use all five, then so be it. Yeah. But you try to start with the very minimum. So you, set, you assign a couple of people that are directors. So mm-hmm. that's where for people that perhaps don't have the experience or don't have the income or don't have mm-hmm. the money or whatever, they don't have to be directors. Yeah. You just find someone else in the group that can be okay. um so in my instance when i started doing my joint ventures i would 
easily stand in the position as the director okay. because I can tick all the boxes. Yeah. Um, so we assign a director to this company and then you start the mortgage process. Mm -hmm. So what the banks then are looking for is to vet the director okay. um, on behalf of the company. Yeah. Um, and then eventually you will say, yes, we're happy with what we've seen. They all issue the mortgage. So the mortgage is issued to the company. Okay. The company buys the property. Okay. So the company owns the property, mm -hmm. but every single person is a shareholder okay. of that company. Okay. So if I'm a 20% shareholder, I own 20% of everything the company owns. Okay. Including the asset. Okay. So this company could go on and own other assets, mm -hmm. but if it's just that one asset that it owns, mm -hmm. I own twenty percent of the company okay. and whatever the company owns. So that's how it works. So okay. the property is not in anyone's name; it's actually yeah. the company's, the company's asset. Name, yeah. However, whoever stands in as a director mm -hmm. provides a personal guarantee. Okay. Say so, you know, should it all go pear shape, yeah. I will be held responsible okay now when i do joint venture we also support that with a legal contract okay the joint venture contract because in this contract mm -hmm. then has all of the roles and responsibility mm -hmm. and should in case so if some if one person is given a personal guarantee for the company yeah. everybody needs to be liable as well. so <laughs> yeah. put that in our contract okay so okay. as far as the bank is concerned they only after they get director yeah but in our contract directors after everyone okay. <laughs> just to okay. cover the directors yeah. back yeah um, but basically it's literally you know the property the property is purchased by the company the company mm -hmm. then will go ahead and you know so we are the company basically but it's just you know, to make it a very smooth and a very um, easy process, you, you set it up as a company. So okay. that's how you do it. Okay. Um, so a typical JV, um, in terms of timeline, mm -hmm. um, I would always say five years minimum. Okay. If we're holding onto the property, yeah. if we're selling the property, mm -hmm. it could just be once the property is sold, the joint yeah. venture is dissolved okay. so if four people have come together to buy a property mm -hmm. do some work sell it to make a profit mm -hmm. the joint venture dies when the property is sold unless they choose to carry on onto okay. another deal okay but again all of this will be stipulated in the contract yeah if we're looking to hold the property so we want to hold the property and rent it out mm -hmm. then i would say let's start with a minimum or a five-year mm -hmm. um time span the reason for the five years is because in most cases, when you're looking at mortgages, especially with like a fixed mortgage, you're mm -hmm. looking at either a two year or a five years. Yeah. If you go for a two years, before you know it, two years is is done. Like two yeah. years comes so quickly. It comes really quickly. Really yeah. quickly. So, mm. so the point is, why don't we go for the five years? So at least we give it time to grow. We give mm -hmm. it time to you know appreciate in value. We actually get some learning in that time. You know, to get to get the mortgage, get the rental, mm -hmm. and, you know, do all of that. Enjoy the property. Yeah. Um, and then after five years, we can dissolve the partnership or the joint venture, or we can decide to carry on. Yeah. Or we might decide to buy another property. You know, you can decide whatever you want, but mm -hmm. basically you need to, with your joint venture, you need to have a timeline. So yeah. start time, end time. And, you know, how do you exit yeah. after the five years? Can you exit before the five yeah. years, for example? I mean, in most cases, I'll say no. Okay. And we say no because if everyone had a reason to exit... <laughs> the thing would die yes. <laughs> in a year so or two. So you have to yes. do your really strong vetting. <laughs> so you gotta, yeah, yeah, you gotta be strict. 
it's almost like when you put your money in a fixed deposit, like you yeah. can't get it out yeah. <laughs> until after it. Yeah, because because okay. life happens, right? Yeah. So life will happen for sure mm-hmm. to people in any journey. Life happens to everyone. So mm-hmm. we ideally don't want a situation where life has happened to one person in the group and then now the whole group has been disbanded because of this one person. Yeah, you know, it just makes it a bit messy. Yeah. So why don't we just make sure that it's tight, it's fixed, everyone's in for the duration of the time that they've said mm-hmm. it in. If anything happens to you, it's fine. Just deal with it in your own personal space let yeah. the business carry on running and then after the five years if that's what you've dis- agreed mm-hmm. you can decide decide to resolve the partnership yeah. or you can decide to go ahead it just depends on what the mind like you can get, i mean like i said my first joint venture mm-hmm. was meant to be a five-year deal we're in the sixth year we're nowhere close we've yeah. not even had a conversation about yeah. or about going a separate way because we're making the money mm-hmm. we're happy you know the money's coming like why why do yeah. i care the property price is going up the property is appreciating in value mm-hmm. we're still kind of young as well we don't need to sell we're all still working we don't yeah. need that money straight away so mm-hmm. it also depends on the you know the circumstances of people in the joint yeah. venture but it's such a powerful concept just being able to get into it what if i told you that there was a platform that allows you to see how you're spending all of your money across all of your accounts especially at a time where the cost of living is at its highest that it's been in years what if i also told you that this platform also allows you to see how much income you are getting every month across all of your accounts as well as helping you to set budgets for all of your expenses it doesn't stop there though this platform also helps you to send a record of your rent payments to Experian so that it is recorded on your credit report which can help to boost your credit score this platform sounds amazing right well this platform is called money hub which you can download for free by tapping the link in my description. You get access to premium features free for six months, six whole months with no auto renew. And then if you decide that you love the app and the platform and you want to continue with premium features, then it will only cost you £1.49 per month. That is the deal of the century, right? Well, go and download the Money Hub app right now. Um, in terms of how much to, um, how much somebody needs, yeah, it literally could be anything. It just depends on the deal. Really? I how think. low would you say? Because okay, so, <laughs> that's the most. I know that's what listeners want to know. Like, so how I'll, low I'll do share they a need? story. So, mm. if you had asked me this question, maybe. A year back, I would have said, oh, well, our low would be maybe 30K, 40K. I would have okay. given you a number. Mm-hmm. But actually, I don't have a number. Okay. I'll share a story why. So I had this opportunity where I was um, looking to raise, I think, about 180 or thereabouts. I was looking mm-hmm. to raise a bit, you know, a chunk of money. And I just figured I could get, let's just say, four people mm-hmm. to bring this cash. And that would be the joint venture group. Now, one of the, so now I'm just throwing numbers out mm-hmm. now. One of the, the let's say one of the four uh, who was saying she was looking to raise 20, she, had, she was meant to put in 20. So one of, not, not one of the joint venture partners was meant to come in at 20,000. Mm-hmm. 
And she said she was really excited about the opportunity. She really was, for her, she'd been wanting to get into property for the longest okay. time. Yeah. And it's like, well, if I can do this with 20K and just get a share, I would rather, I'll do it today. Mm -hmm. So she was excited. So she said, okay, well, give me a couple of days. I need to get some, get the money together and I'll come back to you. And then a couple of days came and she sent me a text and said, okay, so far I've got 15,000 mm -hmm. and I'm just trying to get the remaining five. Can you just give me a few more days? And she was saying to me, oh, when do you need the the money so i said well you know the deal is still on the table just let me know what you want to do because i could tell that she really wanted to do it mm -hmm. now one of the things that for me personally Bimbolo Saige, is i just have this desire to get as many of us into it if yeah. you have to drag yourself into it yeah. you have to get all the money in your savings <laughs> get in like literally just get in right yeah. so i was you know on that occasion i, I understood her, her, her situation i'm like okay just don't worry just see what you can do so anyway that same day another friend of mine mm -hmm. called and said hey you know, I've been trying to get into property for the longest time. Mm -hmm. and, and this friend actually doesn't have, she's actually not a, she's even not even a first time owner. She's mm -hmm. still renting. Mm -hmm. So she still has a long way to go, but she really wants to get in. Yeah. So she said, look, I really want to get into property. I know I don't have an, an, enough money. Is there anything I could do with 5,000 pounds? Okay. And then I said to her, oh, gosh, 5,000 pounds is like, there's nothing you could do. You know, like mm. 5,000 pounds doesn't really do much, does it? Mm. So I kind of said that to her. And then I got off the phone mm -hmm. and then something I just had a thought, she's got 5,000 pounds. Mm -hmm. The other lady's stressing for the lack of 5,000 pounds. Mm -hmm. Can't you just bring her in? Yeah. And I thought, actually, that's, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. So I called the one with the 15 and I said, look, I know you're still trying to get your, you know, you're, you're really trying to get this 20 and I, and I see your struggle mm -hmm. and your 5,000 pounds short. Do you know what? Somebody I know has 5,000 pounds. Let her come in. You guys will split your share, mm -hmm. but at least it gives you, it takes up the stress of you yeah. trying to find this 5,000 pounds mm -hmm. by all means. And that was it. Wow. So I called the 5,000 lady and said, mm -hmm. hey, it's your lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might be able to do something with your 5K. Wow. And that was it. Now on a good day, on any day, I wouldn't have thought 5,000 pounds would do anything. But yeah. on this particular occasion, she had exactly what was missing. Okay. So that was it. She got in. Now, the beauty of this is this lady, she has invested at least maybe about what, another 15? Really? Thousand since then? Since then. Wow. Yeah. Because what it did to her was mm -hmm. he gave her the confidence. He just gave her the, mm. it's like a light bulb went off in her head and she's thinking, oh my God. I just bought a share of a property with yeah. just 5,000 pounds. I need to find more money. <laughs> she literally calls yeah. me and says, hey, I've got 10,000 pounds wow. now. What can I do? Like literally. Wow. So it's the power of what happens okay. when you get into JV. Because on yeah. a good day, 5,000 pounds is nothing. Like yeah. literally, you can't even change a bathroom yeah. with 5,000 pounds, let yeah. alone buy a property. But yeah. that is the, 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 the advantage of what this did to her. Okay. And he, literally, they got into the deal, you know. So I would say there's no amount that is too small. Okay. In fact, I had another one, uh, my second or my third JV, where I'd offered on this property, excited. The agent is calling and telling me, hey, I'm like, have you got the mortgage? Have you got, I'm like, hey, I don't have the mortgage. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I've, I've offered on this property. I need 140. I obviously don't have 140 at the time. Mm -hmm. I need to pull up a few people. So I called a friend. Or in fact, a friend called. We were just mm -hmm. talking. And I said, oh, by the way, I've got this deal. I'm looking for 140. If I can get four people with 35K each, I think I'll be good. And she said to me, 
give me till tonight. Um, I'll call you back. Wow. Then she called me before tonight. I said, hey, do you mind if it's a group of us that bring in the 35? At that point, I'm like, I don't care. Just give me 35,000. Yeah. And that's exactly what she did. She literally gathered a group of them, 10,000 here, 10,000 there, 5,000 there. Wow. Got three, you know, 35K in that group. And mm -hmm. she just came and I said, look, as long as it's 35K, I only have to deal with one person. Mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. And she came. So for me, it's not, I don't think there's any amount that is too small, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to JV. I think it's just about getting people into the space where, look, any amount of money you have, you have the, you ha it's your responsibility to mm -hmm. ensure that your money works hard for you yeah because you've worked hard to get that money right so mm -hmm. you have to make sure that that money works hard for you so wherever you can put it in yeah just do it wow like there's no amount that is too small mm -hmm. you know and of course we always never say no to money anyway. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. never say no to wow. money so yeah bring it on 5k wow. 20k 30k <laughs> wow bring it on yeah wow that's such a that, those are such powerful stories and i and i like the fact that you you mentioned different people yeah. from different you know different points in their lives and still being able to to get onto the property ladder which is why um i wanted to speak to you today about joint venture so you mentioned you have joint venture groups so that's one way of um getting in on it how is there any other ways that you know of, of how people can find themselves joint venture opportunities just your network yeah so most of the time, yeah. it's literally just friends coming together. Yeah. So again, there's something that, again in our community where we don't talk about money enough. Mm -hmm. And because and if you don't talk about money, yeah. how do you talk about investing? When yeah, you don't even talk true. about normal money, <laughs> like just plain old money, you know? It's true. So if you start to talk about money, you'll find out that you can actually start investing with people. So I've had, so in fact, at this, to this last week, I found this property I'd gone to view this property, mm -hmm. put the numbers together, and I'm thinking this is a fantastic opportunity. Uh, and it just so happened that someone called and said, hey, I've got some money now. Do you have anything okay. uh, available? So I sent it to her. No, actually, I had a conversation with her. And to be fair, she didn't have enough to cover the deal on her own. Mm -hmm. So I was speaking to her about JV and said, look, you can JV with other people, blah, blah, blah. And then at some point, we started to talk about her family. And she goes, actually... I can ask my sister mm -hmm. to, you know, join forces with me. And and literally they're taking the deal. They've taken off the deal mm -hmm. now and they're going to do it by them, you know, as, as siblings. So yeah. the, one of the the biggest or the easiest one is with your siblings. Okay. You know, I have cousins. I have, you know, people who are straight after uni. Everyone's gone out, left the family home. They're renting. And I'm like, why are you guys renting? Mm -hmm. If you're all working, you can all you can actually buy a property together. Like you yeah. don't have to leave mommy and daddy's house to rent. You can leave mommy and daddy's house and and buy. Yeah. And then just kind of take it from there. So you start off with your sibling, mm -hmm. um, your friends as well, mm -hmm. you know, close friends. Um, because most times you see young adults would happily share with a friend, mm -hmm. maybe after uni or you know, or maybe someone you had you went to uni with. Yeah. You would happily share with it. So why don't you just buy? Yeah together you yeah. know um buy and i think then, a lot of people are scared because of the mortgage and yeah so sort of hence why yeah you do it together you yeah. get a few people you know yeah so you can jv with people that you know mm -hmm. which is probably the easiest yeah. i feel like it's the easiest um although sometimes people find it even more difficult to talk about talk to people they know about yeah. me so i guess get it's, really it's one of those things yeah but it's actually something that we need to do we need mm -hmm. to talk to friends and we need to talk about money we need to be comfortable talking yeah. about money i agree yeah we just need to be 
be really comfortable talking about money. The thing about money is I think everyone wants to pref- wants to be seen as doing well financially. But 100%. the truth of the matter is yeah. every single person on this earth yeah. goes through periods where yeah. they may not be doing well financially. They may yeah. have a bit of a cash flow, I- including the investors. Yeah. Like including seasoned investors, yeah. including multi-millionaires. Yeah. People go through you know, different seasons. So we don't ever feel shy to talk about money. And yeah. it's not, and also money is not about how much you earn. It's not so much how much you're earning or making, it's how much you're keeping, how yeah. much you're, what you're doing. So someone can, you know, so maybe someone that earns really well might be okay to talk about money, but mm-hmm. perhaps they're not even as rich mm. as someone that isn't making as much. So it's true. let's get into the habit of talking about money. So if, yeah. when you start to talk about money, you'll find, that you can do deals with your friends, with mm-hmm. family. And also you can do joint venture with strangers. Yeah. Um, if you're going to do it with anyone, actually mm-hmm. strangers or people you know, there's got to be due diligence that has to be done yeah. anyway. So yeah. even with your family members, even with relatives, <laughs> you have to do your <laughs> due diligence. go to the bad family exactly. members. Who've, not bad family members, but family members that are known to be bad. Yeah, be. exactly. You know, you, you, look, don't, yeah. you have so, that gut feeling. It's not going to... Then you don't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then yeah, you, you know it's, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> Yeah. So again, yeah, and I like the fact that you mentioned gut feeling as well because that's not that's not something that you can explain to people. Yeah, it's a very personal thing. Mm. So you have to listen to your guts as well. You have to listen to you because you just have a feeling when you don't when something isn't right. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can't explain it. So like I wouldn't JV. So even though I don't say no to money, I but that's just a joke actually. I I would say no to certain money if I don't yeah. feel like I'm gonna have peace. Yeah. <laughs> And I've had right. JVs that could have potentially gone wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you have, yeah, you were going to ask me that at some point. Yeah. And that's because even from the onset, I just mm-hmm. didn't feel peace mm-hmm. about it. Okay. And I just couldn't explain it. Okay. What but, what what happened there? Why did it um, sort of go wrong? So if you can explain some of the pitfalls for people. So, yeah. So the, the amazing thing about JV is mm. it's good when it's good. Yeah. Okay. Yes. It's good when it's, <laughs> it's making money. It's everybody's staying in. Exactly. They, you know, contributing mortgage. But when it's bad, it's worse. Yeah. Like okay. it's not good. You okay. know. So, of course, there's so many things you can do to mm. mitigate the risk of it going yeah. bad. Like having a, a solid contract, talking about mm. everything from the onset. Mm-hmm. Do you do doing your due diligence? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many things you can do. I think sometimes, a lot of the time, when it goes bad, perhaps we haven't done our due diligence to the okay. nth degree. So okay. sometimes you just kind of let certain things slide, and yeah. then you regret it later on. Mm-hmm. But there are still instances where it could go bad, and yeah. that's just not out. That's just not in. You know, could maybe not be in your control. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. So my one of my um almost bad story would actually with a friend mm-hmm. a really good friend of mine mm-hmm. and she's still a friend of mine okay but we ain't gonna do business together okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was yeah we were we both wanted to invest mm-hmm. in property we both you know i saw the deal i i was happy presented it to her she was happy to go with it uh we started the process mm-hmm. it was meant to be actually so the, the deal itself was it was meant to be uh, buy a property from the auction, mm-hmm. do it up and sell it. So mm-hmm. it wasn't meant to be like a long-term mm-hmm. JV. Um, so we started the process. But unfortunately for us, the, the the getting the mortgage or getting the bridge loan to get it in mm-hmm. auction didn't quite go as we would have loved for it to have mm-hmm. gone. So there were a lot of delays from the bank, a lot of mm-hmm. questions. In fact, we had to change lender in between 
the transaction, wow. which as you know, if you're buying a property with auction, mm. there's a timeline. Yeah. You have to adhere to Very quick, yeah. And then you have to do it very quickly. Mm. So it wasn't looking good. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things in property, you know, you don't get good days all the time. Mm-hmm. You just find a way around it. Yeah. So this friend of mine, she she was um she was somebody that likes to be involved in every single thing. Okay. It's like a control freak, if, if I can use that word. Okay. <laughs> Which isn't always a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, but it was just too much. Mm. Um, she wasn't being a team player. Mm-hmm. So remember, it's with a JV, you have to be a team player. You can't mm. do what you would do. It was just you have to carry people along. You mm-hmm. have, you know, so it was, she wasn't being a team player. She was getting really frustrated with mm-hmm. the broker, with the lawyer. Mm-hmm. A um, lot of blame throwing up and down because again we were and to be fair we were in a very tight situation so I think naturally the human mind likes to put blame yes. on people when yes. things aren't going well. Yes. Yes. Um, so there was a lot of that on on, on her part and um, she just wasn't being a team player. It was just getting a bit annoying and for the rest so. Uh, for me, being the, the JV manager, mm-hmm. I was still able, and she was a friend, she's a friend of mine, I was able to control and just kind of, you know, control the situation. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I was also mindful that there were other people in the JV as mm. well. So it wasn't just you and I, there are other people. Oh, wow. We need to respect, mm-hmm. you know, we need to carry people along, we need mm. to respect and so on and so on. So at, at, from the very onset, I was thinking, hmm, I don't think this is going to work, you know? <laughs> Wow. I think we're going to have a lot of clashes. Yeah. Uh, so I was already getting a feel about that. Um, but at this point, we had committed to the sales. So I was thinking, okay, well, maybe we can just write mm-hmm. it out and so on and so forth. And I remembered one day I was um, speaking to another friend. I was just really stressed out. I was just mm-hmm. saying to her, look, um, this opportunity isn't going as well. And it's not helping because one of the investors is quite... Um, she's not having, she's just not letting go. She's just really mm. um, annoying, if I can use that word. Wow. And then she said to me, so why don't you replace her? I didn't think of that <laughs> up until then. <laughs> I literally didn't think of that up until then. And I'm like, do you know what? Yeah. I think I might just do that. A, so you can replace investors. That, I can yeah. replace them. So I just thought, yeah. you know what? I think I might do that. And that's literally wow. why. So I just, again, got my, my spreadsheet out, pulled the numbers up again put the word out there and then I found somebody else that was happy to do the deal and she came in and we just she paid her money I just paid the other person off and I was like yeah we will still be friends yeah but we don't have to invest together wow so that's just something on a more of a personal yeah personal no boy I guess yeah in a real um um when you're looking at doing your due diligence mm-hmm. on your JV you need to also ensure that you have the right um, personality types as yeah. well. You can't have two masters, as they say. Mm-hmm. So in that particular deal, it was my deal mm-hmm. that I was fronting. I was the manager. Well, I was the one putting the whole thing together. It was my broker, my solicitor. You know, I was literally getting us together on this stuff. Mm-hmm. So my my friend, who also had her people, was trying to do exactly the same. So there was a lot of to really the control well. stuff you yeah know, more than okay. anything else on this one yeah um yeah so you also have to be mindful of personality stuff because it's like a marriage so in fact my broker said to me every time you do a jv you realize it's like a marriage right you're <laughs> tying yourself mm. to these people for a period of time yeah so you need to make sure that you, people that you can get along mm-hmm. with you're actually not just sharing the same goal of making money but you actually yeah. share the same value as yeah. well so i think that's important because ultimately you're still dealing with people yeah so you've got to make sure that it's you know, and sometimes you get a sense of people before. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why, that's where your God feel comes in. So you might yeah. get a sense that, 
I don't think I'm going to be, I don't think this relationship would work. Just leave it <laughs> and let it go. Leave it for somebody else. Yeah. It would work with somebody else, you know. So wow. Those things are something. And I've had, I've heard stories as mm. well where a deal hasn't gone according to plan. In fact, this example that I've just given, mm -hmm. remember I said we had bought this property from auction and the intention was to buy, do it up, sell it mm -hmm. and move on. We haven't sold that property till date okay. because we couldn't, we couldn't. So we realized because a lot of things went, didn't go quite as we had planned. Mm -hmm. We ended up paying a bit more than we had planned wow. to pay. So mm -hmm. that literally took some of our profit. So we took a decision to not sell and just hold on to the deal mm -hmm. so that we can, you know, give it time to make us a bit more money. Yeah. So that in itself could be an issue in a JV where okay. there is a plan to do one thing. Mm -hmm. and it hasn't gone to that plan that mm -hmm. could cause a jv to go wrong okay but i think now knowing what i know when you're going into such opportunities you say look this is our this is the strategy mm -hmm. this is the exit plan however mm -hmm. as none of us have a crystal ball mm -hmm. if it doesn't go to this plan mm -hmm. we are going to do this 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 and okay. that are we plan all B, happy okay. yeah so have plan b or at least have the opportunity yeah. to move into a different plan so that it doesn't okay. come as a shock yeah to be so you don't have somebody saying sorry i want my money now you think so how are you going to get your money we haven't sold the property or how are you going to get your money we're going to sell it at a loss we're obviously not going to sell it at a loss you know like yeah. those things have to be factored into okay. the contract so like again like i said the reason why jv would ever go wrong is because we haven't sat down and thought mm -hmm. about the possible mm -hmm. scenarios yeah when you sit down and think about the possible scenarios good bad and ugly mm-hmm and you discuss it as a team and you get everybody on board, mm -hmm. chances are if that scenario ever plays up, everyone, we've had a time, uh, we've had a, um, an opportunity to discuss mm -hmm. it and you probably won't have a, the issue that you would have. So most yeah. times JVs go wrong because we just haven't covered all the bases. Because okay. when you do, it shouldn't go wrong. Yeah. And it shouldn't, because I, I look at it and this is the best way I like to describe it mm -hmm. is, if you're into stocks and shares and you mm -hmm. have like, say for Amazon share, mm -hmm. for example, you don't own the all of Amazon. You mm -hmm. just have a share or two mm -hmm. shares in Amazon. Mm -hmm. But you don't get upset because Amazon has one million other people on the same deal. True. No, you just concentrate mm -hmm. on your share mm -hmm. and your return on your money yeah. and you keep it pushing. Yeah. And that's how it is with JV. If you can just concentrate on your bit... You can easily invest with 1 million people. Yeah. It shouldn't make a difference. You yeah. put in your bid. You know exactly what you're getting into. You know what the outcome is. You know mm -hmm. what it is. And if it works according to plan, you know. Now, if Amazon Amazon shares go up and down, do you go calling Amazon and say, sorry, mate, it's uh, you haven't given me what I expected you to give me? Yeah. You don't do that because yeah. you already know it's, a, it's an investment. Mm. There's a risk element. It mm. could go up. It could go down. Mm -hmm. You ride the wave. Mm -hmm. If you want to pull out, and take your money, you do. If you don't, you stay and you just mm -hmm. ride away. And it's the same with joint venture yeah. property. You just put in your money, expect the best um, and expect the worst as well sometimes and just find a way around it yeah. and it would work. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's all of this stuff um, is long term. It's definitely worth we're thinking. I know you mentioned the short term, but generally it's from a long term yeah, yeah. Uh, perspective because you mentioned five years before. And I think that's very important yeah. for a lot of people to understand yeah. when you're putting your money in all of this stuff. Yeah. You're going to get your money in five years. You know, I think some and people... And you get your money along the way as well. You get your yeah. rental income yeah. along yeah. the way. So you're, you're literally getting money as you go along. Yeah. 
plus your original investment is still yeah. in the pro- and the property still stands and it's yeah. always increasing in in in, in, in value yeah. value so yeah okay it's amazing wow it's, it sounds like such a good opportunity and i think i feel like i think I haven't done that, but I'm definitely interested in doing that with people because like you said, you can get yourself onto different deals. You can do different strategies that you've never thought about doing um, potentially. So I think it's, I think it's definitely, I think it's important. I think it's a very good avenue to get yourself onto the property ladder, of course, you know, provided you, um, you know, you vet people and things like that. But I think that's like any sort of investment, you know, like I, I talk quite a lot about investing in stocks you have to do a lot of due diligence in there. Of course, there's no, like you said, there's no crystal ball. You can never get everything 100% right. Yeah. But you'll do the best due diligence you can mm-hmm. and you hope yeah. hope for something um, good to come out of it. Um, wow. It's been, it's been so good. And I don't, not enough people talk about property venture. And I think it's because they're, they're worried about owning property with other people. So I wanted to, the final question I actually had for you is, do you think, if you had the money, mm. you think it's better to get your your property outright if you could if you could afford or get into a joint venture jvo really okay (laughs) i will give you a good um i'll give you a good um analogy so an example so the reason why we get mortgages Mm. is leverage isn't it yeah so if i had a hundred thousand pounds i could easily get let's just let's say property okay let's put it this way the property price is 100k mm-hmm. and i have 100k mm-hmm. should i the question so literally this is the question you've just asked me mm-hmm. should i buy the property <laughs> with 100k outright or should i get five properties um with a mortgage yeah that's exactly that's that's the opposite side of the question you just okay. i've just literally just giving you a different scenario yeah so if you have a hundred thousand today mm-hmm. and the property is a hundred thousand if you put all of your hundred k mm-hmm. into this one property yes you don't have a mortgage yes mm-hmm. you're not tied to the bank mm-hmm. but you only have this one asset mm-hmm. if it goes down that's your money gone down mm-hmm. if it goes up that's your money gone but you only you only have that one asset so your mm-hmm. net worth is just that one asset yeah however the power of leverage means if you have mm-hmm. 100k and you could put in 20k into five separate properties and get the rest on a mortgage you actually now own five properties mm-hmm. your net worth has gone five times what it would have been yeah if you had purchased the one with 100k cash yeah it's the same thing with jv if you have 100k right now mm-hmm. you could easily take that 100k and buy one property with a mortgage and it's mm-hmm. entirely yours but that's it mm-hmm. one property but you could also take your 100k mm-hmm. and go into five different jvs with other people yeah. and you actually own a part of five different properties okay. your net worth is definitely not the same as if you put the whole 100k yeah. into one property okay. so that's the best way to look at it and i have people that do that so i have friends i have you know clients that have a big pot of money and i've said to them i'd rather you just put this split this in joint venture um, wow. opportunities than to just buy this one property okay um, because you literally increase your net worth mm. dramatically when you do that Yes, fair enough. You don't own 100% of those JVs, but you own a share. So as it goes up, so mm-hmm. does your share go up. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. It's, and again, I don't understand why some people are um, against joint venture because when you do shared ownership, mm-hmm. you are joint venturing with That's developer. True. Yeah. And he ain't going to give you much of a <laughs> choice. I'm giving you a lot. He's not giving you a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You are joint. So we do joint venture all the time. We just mm. don't realize it. Yeah. And I also look, I also use um, big corporations. So mm-hmm. think about Virgin, mm-hmm. 
Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Virgin is in a JV with Delta Airline. Okay. Is in a JV with KLM and yeah. Air France and <laughs> what other airline? There are like four of them or five of them, and they all work together. Wow. British Airways does the same. British Airways, American Airline, Iberia Airline, <laughs> they work together. So you're telling me that British Airways couldn't do this stuff by themselves? Yeah. They could. They probably yeah. could. But there's a reason why they're JVing with other people. Mm-hmm. JV is the way to go. Yeah. Like all day, every day. Okay. It is the because if big companies can do that, who are you not to be able to do that? You yeah. just have to trust that. Trust the process. Uh, but it's a game changer. It's an yeah. absolute game changer. Wow. Um, JV. So the moment I realized the, the, cause initially I thought, okay, I was just doing it. You know, I just wanted to buy a property and I just needed a couple of people to help. But no, actually I realized that actually I could do a lot more mm. when I do with other people. And then now I realized that actually a lot more people can get into property if they just go in, in, in as, in, as a JV. Yeah. Um, so, so now, I mean, over the years, well, I said over the years, over the last two years, I've done, I've raised, oh gosh, I had this written down somewhere. I've raised over, I definitely have raised over a million pounds just Mm -hmm. in JV money, not mortgage, just 10K, 5K, 20K, 30K, just bits and bits and bits because it adds up, right? Mm. I've raised, you know, definitely over a million in just cash. Wow. Like, if you told me that black people had 20, 100 million somewhere, like, five, five, like do you understand? Like, you don't yeah. realize that the, the power of what you're doing until you've done yeah. it. So we've raised, you know, over a million in just JV cash. We've bought um, in total, I think uh, last time I counted, maybe about 12, 13 properties, different wow. properties with different people. Um, I've helped through this JV. This JV has helped um, maybe over 30 people. Wow. To own property, own a piece of an asset. Wow. Um, so it's amazing. Like it's amazing. So for me now, it's not just a thing. It's mm-hmm. it's a passion. It's almost yeah. like it's an assignment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get as many people, uh, empower as many people as you can mm-hmm. to get, you know, to and this is wealth creation we're talking about. We're not just mm-hmm. buying properties, mm-hmm. we are building wealth. Yeah. You know, we're creating opportunity, not just for whoever the person that is JV, mm-hmm. but their children yeah. and their children's children. Yeah. So it's so powerful. It's amazing. Wow. 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 You heard it there. Every listeners, joint venture. Um, it's been, it's been great speaking to you today about a uh, joint venture. And I think it's also opened my mindset as you were speaking about, I was like, oh, actually, cause I keep on thinking, oh, I'm just going to save deposit with my wife. We're going to buy together. But actually maybe we should be thinking let's buy with, our close friends who also have money let's get something bigger let's you know do even better than that so i think that is definitely the mindset shift that i've had um with the conversation with you today and i think it's this is why we we get people like yourself property (laughs) experts or on the podcast um where can people find you if they want to reach out to you want to speak to you about property ventures so i'm on instagram Mm -hmm. um being below um you can find me on clubhouse from time to time okay <laughs> but the main the, the 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 best place to find me is mm-hmm. on um on instagram okay. yeah. and also i can share my number as well I, i'm happy to speak to people if they want to um speak to me on whatsapp um i will get back to you definitely i might not get back to you on the same day and my email yeah so mm-hmm. email, i will share my email address and telephone number and um instagram can dm me okay perfect and any final words for the listeners any final words um i think 
Oh yeah. So there's a scripture that I love mm-hmm. so much and it says a good man mm-hmm. leaves an inheritance mm-hmm. for not just his children mm-hmm. but his children's children. <laughs> so if you are a good man <laughs> or a good woman there is uh, there is an honor on you to leave and when we're talking about inheritance, we're not talking about not, we're not just talking about money now. I'm actually mm-hmm. thinking about the property. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know I think every person should aim to leave property for not just their children but their children's children yeah. to create wealth, to leave an inheritance for those that are coming after you. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that I absolutely love about property is it doesn't have it's not racist mm-hmm. it's not prejudice mm-hmm. it's not like anyone can get into property mm-hmm. if, especially if you're in the uk you have a job you have a good income you have good credit you can buy a property yeah. you can literally buy a property and the government is looking to make sure that that's possible for everyone so yeah. i love that about this uk government they make it possible for so you can so let's start with home ownership let's just start with ownership you know um to start with and then let's start to think about investing into more things yeah. so i think you know a good man or woman should look and aim to get into the property space and so that they can leave it to those that are coming after them yeah um, it's so good to own and if you live and work in a country you should aim to own a piece of that country yeah don't just live here don't mm-hmm. just work here pay all those taxes <laughs> gosh all those taxes own a part of this land. Yeah. Own a part of this. So that would be my final word. Own a part of the land. And if it means doing it by yourself or doing it with the JV, then just make sure you own a part of this land. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Own a part of the land. Yeah. <laughs> Not just pay taxes. Don't just pay taxes here. Own it. <laughs> wow. Wow. You heard it here, it. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, own a piece of this land. Own a piece of um, this land. <laughs> I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Takeoff Podcast. And uh, we'll see you next week. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.